Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, David Thompson, John C. Billups, Joey Devine, Lafayette Fat Lieber, Nene Hilario, Danny Shays, Sean Keane, Dekepe Motombo, Animal Freed Special Guest David Bory Musical Guest The Lumineers And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock Joey Divine Hi guys it's me Joey Divine and it is our Northwest preview for Round Ball Rock and we've got a very special guest today one of the funniest comedians we know Aww. from the All Fantasy Everything podcast on Twitter at the G is Silent, <laughs> David Bory. Hey, David, how you doing today? I'm good. Can I just ask what if if there if that wasn't SNL? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is Nene Hilario doing <laughs> in his like candid moment? Yeah. Like where? <laughs> What is he doing? I feel like he's like buying like a shawarma from a vendor on the street with like a because I, I don't know what Nene's life is. I feel like he's like haggling for a very expensive like elaborate piece of street jewelry. Oh, like, I could see yeah. him buying a like street it's like chain. it's like it, but it's like a belly chain <laughs> with like an end pendant. Yeah, yeah. He's like come on, and then he and the vendor both turn like, oh hey, he's Brazilian, right? Yeah, yeah. haggle down there. Yeah. That third voice you're hearing is, of course, Sean Keen. Oh, Sean, hey, how are you doing? doing? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we brought David here to talk about the Northwest Division because he has lived in Seattle. Oh, yeah. He's lived in Denver. Oh, yeah. He's uh, 
been to Portland a lot. Bunch of times. Portland adjacent. All the time. Tangentially. He's been in the airport at Salt Lake City. Multiple times. <laughs> Did you live in Oklahoma at some point? I lived in Oklahoma for nine months. Okay. I went to school there for a year, yeah. Yeah, so, so you know. he's going to be an expert. But before we get to the <laughs> Northwest Division, <laughs> let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. We've got to get this out of the way really quickly. But Anthony Randolph... As, <laughs> as everyone knows as everyone knows my favorite player uh he's playing for slovenia in the Eurobasket tournament right now he's not from slovenia not he has all. he just got a slovenian passport and is somehow playing for he's slovenia where is he from he's born in germany but he went to lsu i don't know where he's actually from um he but he's in the news because first off he hit a he hit a couple three pointers which is tight against yeah. but he was playing he was playing Latvia uh, and he tried to fight Kristaps Porzingis. He tried to fight Porzingis. He tried to I fight Porzingis. I don't think that would go his way. <laughs> uh, they weigh. He weighs less than Porzingis for sure. And yeah, Porzingis is cutty. <laughs> I, like, I like I like I like Porzingis. Uh, I mean Anthony Randolph like. I'm sure had maybe a difficult background. He wasn't in. He wasn't growing up in a former Soviet republic. Yeah, have you no. seen that town that Porzingis? Have you, yeah, like, I walk, when he like walks through the town, you're like, oh, there's no happiness. Like the best way to get out of that town is to be a mail order bride or incredible at basketball, right? Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you but you gotta have a, a wicked jump shot or. Uh, old creepy businessman in america who's going to give you that engagement Rob. yeah you got to be able to charm foreign suitors yeah. or you know post up yeah <laughs> uh but yeah he tried to fight the he tried to fight the team twice is randolph that did why he's involved in this tournament like what is he he's been pretty good in this tournament but, weirdly but no one no one has really explained why he's playing for slovenia <laughs> <laughs> there's no he was he was born in germany because his dad was in the army but, but that's not that's that's not that's even not slovenia yeah he got a slovenian passport in july i think uh, there's i have so many i feel like <laughs> Because I feel like anybody could. I mm -hmm. feel like Slovenia, if you're good at basketball, I bet you they would citizen up. Because it's, sure. it's their decision, right? Yeah. The country could just be like, yeah, you're an honor honorary Slovenian. He's their third best player on this team, too. He's third? Goran Dragic is their second best. And then uh, Luka Doncic has been the best guy. And he's going to be a top three pick in the draft next year. Okay. but So he's third. They they imported a th the third best guy. They're playing Spain today. Well, I believe also the key is if you do one of these things, you can't have ever played for a national team before. Mm -hmm. So you need a guy like Anthony Randolph who's not trustworthy enough to even no. play like under twenties. You know, <laughs> is it like is it, you think it's a money situation? Yeah, yeah. I think, they, <laughs> I think the federation had I think like some 
Slovenian strongman. Yeah, just like a guy <laughs> who has like a sugar packet factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes a bunch of money. Yeah, he's like a college football recruiter, and they're yeah. like, "All right, we got fifty grand to it's give like a, to somebody and a passport." Who who wants both those things? Yeah, real yeah. Bad? Uh, and Anthony Randolph's like, I could use the money, but I also might have to flee the country. Like, I, I could use another passport on the books. Yeah, like, just, just if I could only get, I want to be able to get to two embassies yeah. and declare uh, sanctuary. sanctuary. <laughs> so my favorite thing about this is uh, Nick's fans probably haven't thought about Anthony Randolph in years yeah he I was think on, most people have he was on the knicks briefly he got there for david lee the warriors Ch- traded him for david I just, lee i remember when this happened joey and i were both crushed where we're like we're giving up on randolph yeah yeah already <laughs> we were so mad about randolph and kalena azabuki being traded for david lee um but <laughs> Knicks fans are now furious at Anthony Randolph oh, again wanna, because he is? tried to fight because he 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 grabbed his arm and tried to Kelly Olynyk him. Really? Kevin Love him. Yeah. Was uh, this a known beef before? No, no. Anthony. <laughs> this is just what Anthony Randolph does. Okay. This is just what he's like. How did Kristaps handle that? Uh, he said it was a dirty play and that uh, he, hand, he you know, he got up in his face. They, they both got ejected. Yeah, ejection. <laughs> there was seven seconds left to go in the game. What? How is, <laughs> how is Slovenia doing in this tournament? That really well. Playing okay. in the semifinal against Spain right now, in fact. Okay, okay. So, uh, you know, maybe he's just hyped up, spirit of competition. Yeah. <laughs> or he, this is just what he's like. Look, I once saw him cry <laughs> in a game against the Lakers. Uh, Cry. he, he cried. He got so worked up, uh, <laughs> that he cried. Well, what happened, what happened was he, he made the worst over the back foul I've ever seen. Like, like Lamar Odom was getting a rebound and Anthony Randolph jumped so high and so late that Lamar just sort of like bent over yeah. and Anthony Randolph like flipped over on his him. shoulder yeah. and like. Like, look like he really hurt himself. The announcers are like, we have no sympathy for that. <laughs> like, like, that is 1,000% your fault. You're and just so, an asshole. And all the Lakers were like, we're not helping you up for this. And then he eventually started walking to the sidelines, and the announcers go, oh, I think we got a big baby situation. Yeah. What? Which oh, is like a double <laughs> insult where like, oh, yeah, big baby, you're just – you're you're the NBA player who cries forever. Uh, but oh, anyway, looking up Anthony so... Randolph today on Twitter, I found my favorite tweet ever. It's yeah, the was... most New York Knicks tweet of all time. A guy named at Poppy twenty ninety two tweeted, "Yo, Anthony Randolph, suck my whole dick, you bird, trash ass bum." That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but also. Is there a more New York tweet than no, that? No, <laughs> I don't even know why he called him a bird. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> that feels really... I'm trying to find a picture of the fight. What? <laughs> okay, this does look funny. What is he doing? <sighs> this guy is not a guy who should be allowed to just run around unchecked. <laughs> Is what I feel about him. Yeah. Like you can't leave this guy to his own devices because he's just going to be in Slovenia fighting real players. Yeah. <laughs> like fighting guys who have futures. It's going good. Porzingis, don't. 
<laughs> Don't get caught up in that bullshit. You're gonna you're gonna fight Anthony. You're gonna fight him in like it's so crazy to me. What what a life. <laughs> and you I think that oh, man. If you go big and versatile, the next guy on my board would be Anthony Randolph, the lefty from LSU, uh, who is big and versatile. He's just really young and really thin. Randolph right in Yao's face. That's got to be a technical foul. Sure does. You can't do that, rookie. Well, you hear what they're saying about you. You're long, you're athletic, you can shoot, you can score, you can play, but you need to hit the weights. He's got a look on his face like he's about to break into a big baby on us. No, he's all right. I know. We think he has star quality, star talent. I have a lot of feelings about that. Uh, well, you know what else you're going to have a lot of feelings about? Yes. Because before this episode started, I showed you Kobe Bryant's muse cage for the first Whoa. time. Whoa. And our next, Whoa. our next piece of news is about Kobe Bryant. Man. Uh, the Lakers are retiring both of his numbers. Eight and twenty-four, baby. <laughs> I we were talking about. I think that yeah, it makes way more sense to just retire twenty-four. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. I don't like when I think about eight, Kobe. I think of like Afro, fresh right. in the league. I don't really think about what. I don't think about Kobe. Yeah, you know right. what I mean when I think about the number eight. I think about him being a kid. Yeah, like, yeah. like still like yeah, yeah. It's a good idea for me to pursue a hip hop career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Eddie Jones is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna airball a bunch of threes in the playoffs. Yeah, but I'm cute. I'm winning a dunk contest, and you're all gonna forget I had a shaved head. <laughs> oh, he did have a shaved head. I forgot about that. Yeah, he went from afro to shaved head. I feel like there was a while where he would speak Italian in public a lot more. I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That yeah. went downhill, huh? Yeah. 24 is ass taste, Kobe. That's yeah. the Kobe you want. That's what, <laughs> I want ass taste or nothing. <laughs> ass taste or GTFO. Like, do they need... Like, has anyone ever done that? Like, they didn't retire 45. No. No. Although the Heat might. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the Heat retired Michael Jordan's number? And Dan Marino's. <laughs> you know, Cuban rules down there. Yeah. It's a different it's a different culture. Yeah. It's a different culture down there. <laughs> what are they retired Dan Marino's number? What the fuck? I just imagine like Justice Winslow, like, yeah, uh, I just had this one number in mind and had and they're like, You son of a bitch. You motherfucker, you <laughs> that's know that's Marino's Marino. number. <laughs> He has to pay Dan Marino to wear it. Dan Marino would take that money. Too. Dan Marino would take that money for sure. What do you got, kid? So what? my question about these Kobe numbers is, does that mean there's going to be two retired Kobe jerseys? An like, 8 yeah, and a 24? The, yes. Or is it going to be one jersey that says 8 slash 24? No, come on. They got to do two jerseys up there, yeah, right? Yeah, because if you have, if it says 8 slash 24, somebody's going to be like, well, that's just one third. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what <laughs> happened? What did Kobe What did Kobe Bryant do on August 24th? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was in Eagle, Colorado. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? It does... Oh he had 24 longer, too, right? 
Yeah, I think I think a way lot longer. longer. Wait, yeah. I have a theory. Eight <laughs> is light muse, Kobe. Twenty four is dark muse, Kobe. Okay, that really could be like I'm not even <laughs> now that I've seen yeah. Muse Cage, and I know how, how weird his brain is. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Was he was he already <laughs> underbiting in the eight era? No, or is that no. A tw- I, that's, no. A, that's a twenty four. Underbite, underbite was for sure twenty four. <laughs> I haven't updated it in probably three and a half years, but I still do have um, Kobe's underbite dot tumblr dot com. Just just <laughs> yeah, you got to keep Kobe that. underbiting. Yeah, <laughs> what a I weird really thing. Just go back and fill it out a little more. <laughs> what a weird thing for him to start. Like I feel like he, I never like. Remember when he was fun? Yeah, like he's always been great. But remember in the beginning, eight Kobe was a lot more jovial. I feel. Yeah, like. yeah. He was fun. He, he hadn't was, met Shaq yet. He well, was much less likely to scream at Sasha Sasha Vujicic. Yes, <laughs> he was also just a lot more genuine because you saw after uh, after you know when he was David Stern did not like that he was you know going to playoff games yeah. rushing back after a sexual assault hearing, <laughs> and you could tell because Kobe suddenly was at every single dunk contest he's like standing up and applauding during the skills challenge mm-hmm. there's yeah. like if you look at any all-star game from like 2005 to 2010 suddenly you're like wow kobe's really invested in that nate robinson dunk <laughs> hey that was cool shit though yeah but, i don't want to i don't want to take anything away from the kryptonite dunk yeah yeah but uh yeah he just he just definitely was like Oh well, Kobe has to pretend to be excited and be a good guy now, and then right. that was it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Our next piece of news. Uh, we sort of talked about this earlier before we turned the microphones on, but uh, Sean learned this week that Russell Westbrook only wears uh, a piece of clothing once. Yeah, just one time. That. Here's my question. <laughs> I mean, a lot socks and underwear. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm curious about. Because that's actually, that seems like it's almost the better thing than than not re-wearing a shirt. Like, yeah. like, like, like every pair of socks you wear is a brand new pair of socks. Like, that seems what crazy. a way to live. Yeah, and underwear, you just got packs and packs and packs. I bet, yeah. he, I bet he subscribes to MeUndies.com. <laughs> I bet he does have MeUndies. Uh. But also, that's... Even like so for like award shows and stuff, everything he just wears it once. Yeah, apparently, sounds crazy. And yeah, and he and his size is so weird that it's like, who do you give that? We were talking about who do you give that to? Yeah, he, he gives them to his friends or anyone who wants them. So yeah, like other super muscular six four six, guys, four guys. <laughs> yeah, you or, know, just dudes on the street. So yeah, just <laughs> like just guys. Maybe he sends them to like the Hemsworths. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Do you? I just I can't believe it with the socks and underwear. I believe it with everything else, but that just seems like so many socks. Well, it just it feels like so much effort to like. I I don't know why it feels so much harder, but like, yeah. Would he? D- does he have like fifty socks at his house? That he I don't have fifty pairs of socks. Because that's the thing. What if he's like, oh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be at home for the next couple of weeks. Gotta buy some socks. Yeah. Does he just? Dude, did he just get free socks? I, I bet he gets a lot of free socks. Yeah. Listeners, if you know about Russell Westbrook's sock situation, yeah. please hit us up. I would love to know. <laughs> also, if you've shopped at the Oklahoma City Goodwill, 
<laughs> and if you've noticed, like, I don't know, like a half-zipped bicycle jersey. Yeah, like oversized. Oh, that, a photographer vest. Uh-huh. A bunch of very strange hats. <laughs> yeah. Hats with weird brims. Uh, like leather pants that have 17 strategic rips in them. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they only have, like, three buttons, and they only go, like, like an inch above the navel. That's the problem. Yeah. I feel like it's also probably hard for him to buy clothes anyways. That like it seems like he would want to hold on to them. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, he lives in Oklahoma City 9 months a year. I and mean, I I get, you know, you can have anything shipped, but after still, at some it just, point it yeah. seems like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know why you would do that. You're just putting in so much work like and shoes? What's because what's his shoe size? Twenty. He gets <laughs> shoes for free though. Yeah, that's true. Shoes is probably the easiest part about that, huh? I I don't think any basketball player ever like worries about shoes, even like even off season. I think you like they just go like when you sign with Nike, they just give you shoes all the time. Do you think you get? How does that work, though? Do you think you get whatever you want, or you think they're just sending you boxes? I think they're sending you boxes, and then I think when you go there, like every team when they go to uh, uh, play the Blazers, they always spend the day at Nike, and oh, they go that to that Nike warehouse? store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you heard I, about that? <clears throat> yeah. The, the rumors are, the legends are true. There's like a warehouse where you just, this is what I hear. At mm-hmm. Nike headquarters, there's like a giant warehouse, and they just give you a scanner, and you just go in and scan the stuff that you want, and then at the door, it's all there waiting for oh, you. Oh, wow. When do we get that? I don't know, man. I think we got to fight Kristaps Porzingis, first <laughs> of all. I, I, think, I think you fist fight Porzingis, you get that. All right. They well, Kristaps Porzingis, I challenge you. <laughs> I just also realized I don't know what his voice sounds like. KP's? Yeah, I don't think I've ever listened to him talk. It's I, like a normal guy's voice. Yeah. It's like it has an accent, but not as thick of an accent as you'd bit. think. Oh, I have heard him talk. Yeah, Never mind. I have heard him talk. The guy, the guy who has the most charming, super strong accent in the NBA is uh, Dario Saric. Yeah, you think it's the most charming? Yeah, because it's like it's way goofier than you would expect that <laughs> giant dude's voice. Yeah, to be. and he like really tries to throw in American idioms that he doesn't like. That's totally what understand. that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I would do that in another country. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Like I would. Oh, any kind of like Israeli slang I would hear <laughs> right into my daily. Yeah. I don't know why I'd be in Israel. I mean, that's you won't weird. be in Slovenia. You got to stay away no. from Anthony Randolph. He's uh, he's out there making trouble. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking fighting everybody. <laughs> what? Where does he live? Well, he played for Turkey last year. And he signed with Real Madrid this year, right? I think that's right, yeah. Real Madrid has a basketball club? Yeah. I didn't even know that. So did Barcelona, same deal. Pretty oh, much really? all the big, like, at least in Spain and Italy. Yeah. All the big football clubs that, yeah, also Yeah, they have. usually have. Well, but there's also. Well, anything that's AC. <laughs> right. Usually means. There's football. also a, uh Italian team called Armani Jeans. Don't forget about that. Man. Danilo, that's who Danilo Gallinari played for before he came here, I think, if I remember right. I don't want to talk about Gallinari right now. Well, oh, that's, we'll, that, we'll get to him. I mean, <laughs> that's why uh, I was so I was a little disappointed to realize that all Japanese baseball teams, the, the prefix is just their sponsor, mm-hmm. not really their city. So the Nippon Ham Fighters, I was like, <laughs> it's just Nippon Ham. It's not... <laughs> 
the hams aren't fighting. <laughs> the hams aren't oh, fighting. Man. <laughs> they're not fighting the ham no, either. They're just fighters. They're yeah. just right. fighters. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have a lot of... Uh, Lot to say about these, but uh, there were two signings this week. Shabazz Muhammad coming back to the T Wolves, one year, one point five million dollar deal. Now this is this is just interesting in that all the deal, uh, everything I've read about it is like, yeah, Shabazz Muhammad he signed for the minimum, but the Wolves have his rights next year. It just really but reminded gonna... me of Joe Smith, <laughs> where like he signs this below market contract, and it's like, Jesus, guys, you didn't. I hope they didn't put anything in right. Like they're just gonna ruin this team with a secret deal with their eighth man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one point five—that's probably even just a handshake, right? They right, didn't right. even sign papers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man, we'll give you we'll give you one and a half. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> uh, and then Josh Richardson signed with the Miami Heat at four for forty-two. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I thought Josh Richardson was a created player in the two K games. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about. <laughs> I don't know anything about forty two. Four, four for forty two. Feels like a lot of money for a guy I don't know. <laughs> there's there's like eight guys on the Heat. The who Heat have, have that all contract. Yeah, too. it's like Kelly Olynyk got that deal, and so did. Do they have a lot James of space? Johnson. No, they have no space. I don't understand that. Well, he was like just, a guy they found who can play. So they're just okay. Basically, this summer they spent. They used. They tried to get. Who were they trying to get? Hayward. Yeah. And then once they didn't get Hayward, they spent all their cap space on Kelly Olynyk, and then they just brought back every free agent they had. So it was like oh, James okay. Johnson got a four-year yeah. deal, and this and Josh Dion Waiters got a four-year deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. Good so, for them, I guess. That could be good. Weird. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. It's it's like, like, yeah. It feels like a weird move. Uh, our other piece of news is the mayor of Seattle. Something weird's going on up there. Yeah. He signed a deal for a $700 million arena. Oh, I heard about then this. Then he resigned in disgrace before it could be yeah. submitted to the city so council. Those, those aren't those aren't related to each other, <laughs> but it's just the timing of it is he yeah, hammered out. I think it's all privately financed, too. Yeah. And the company is going to well, spend they were, like, all, money on new train lines. Well, or and they were like, also going to redo Key Arena to make it a concert arena. They were re, It's a deal that redoes arena? two arenas. Well, have, I think they're building a fresh arena now. Yeah, no, like, it's one it's on new arena side, and then it's also not, redoes on, Key. Because that's called, like, the Seattle Center. It's yeah. Like yeah. In the yeah, Seattle yeah. Center. Key Arena? Pretty busted. Oh, yeah. for sure. Even like as a kid, I remember because if you would go early, you could see the players. Uh, they you could see them get out of their limos mm -hmm. and go to the locker room. So we did that a couple times. Went like early to see like, oh, there's Gary Eric Payton. No, yeah. not even <laughs> <laughs> dead left. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, Key Arena sucks. So I mean, if they could like. Yeah, seeing games there was cool because there was not like a lot of bad seats. Like, but it is not a good venue. Well, they they played uh, the big three semifinal there, and, of course, and did even I, did Iverson show up? No, uh, no, he did. No, show he up did. Yeah, the, yeah. He was not playing, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he uh, and the players were were talking about how busted Key Arena was, and this is a league that had a week in Tulsa. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. College arenas, and they were still like. Yeah, well, they they deserve a new venue for bat. These great fans, these great deserve fans. another building. These big three fans. <laughs> How's that going? I was keeping up, and then I just fell off. You know, white chocolate. They're went getting down, a second season, so 
There is a second season? Oh, there's going to be a second season. So You don't sound as excited as... Good so- oh, no, I'm excited. <laughs> don't uh, worry. I had to, I wrote probably 15 Big Three articles, 20 Big Three articles this <laughs> summer. So, uh, but Richard Lewis was awesome. He was like the best. He was the most inspiring guy. Of the whole league? Well, because he's... Um, he basically, I think, I think like the end of his NBA career, he had a really bad back, mm-hmm. and now, you know, like anybody who's like seven feet tall, when they stop playing basketball for like two years, suddenly they're just rejuvenated. That's what happened probably... to Anthony Randolph. And That's so... why he's out there fighting dudes now. <laughs> so yeah, so so Richard Lewis is like. It's like he's just turned back the clock, and also like he's seven feet tall. No one can block his shots. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, who else is tall? Do they? How many big men are in? The well, league? Kenyon uh, played. Oh, did he? Sort of. He was hurt a yeah, lot, yeah, right? But he was. He was. Yeah. He was the most. He won executive. The, <laughs> yeah, Kenyon Martin won executive of the year. All right. <laughs> he ran that draft. I'm glad that he's. Listen, I love Kenyon Martin. I love the lipstick oh, yeah. on his neck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, if you looked at the merch they were selling, number one was Iverson, obviously, but Kenyon Martin's strong number two in like big three player stuff. When he wasn't, he's really likable. Like I, I like, I like, I like Kenyon Martin. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. Not a big. Uh, wait, so what? Who was the oldest guy who was hooping? Mahmoud uh, Abdul, Abdul uh, forty eight. But was he like? Was he playing? He was good. He, played a, he did not play a lot at the beginning, and then he just kicked ass the rest of the year. Really? Yeah, he was on the. He he almost. You know, the final was very close, and it was him and Richard Lewis losing to uh, Richard McCants, Flight White, Kmart, and Al Harrington. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wasn't Mike Bibby hot for a minute too? Bibby was good. He's the all time four pointer. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. He was shooting those fours. Him and Ricky Davis were a really fun. They were the Ghost Ballers. Oh man, they got to get better names. <laughs> Ghost Ballers is dope. Ghost I, Ballers is good. That's the only I good like one. All the three puns. Yeah, three's, me either. Three's Company is not a three's company is name. the worst. How one. was that Iverson's team too? I feel like that's how you know he didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, he was like, yeah, okay. What's it? Three's. Co- I'm still gonna wear my answer chain. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Can I wear a headband? Yeah, I'm in. Uh, and one team was just Tri-State, which yeah, is like which is a really bad. That's one. not even if you live in the Tri-State area, you're like, nah, nah. This Nobody's is something nobody, else. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Sean, you have a piece of non-basketball news. Oh yeah, for I us just here. I I thought I thought da- David, I thought you might appreciate this one too. Um, this is not a basketball story, but uh, there was a dog named Clon Brian Hero who won whoa, the whoa, Iron. Whoa. Yeah. What, what, Explain that. What was that name? Clon uh, Brian Hero. I think Clon Brian is a town in Ireland. Okay. This is an Irish greyhound okay. competitive. So he won the biggest dog race in Ireland, which is the Irish Laurels. But they're taking his title away because he tested positive for cocaine three different times. <laughs> what? I have so. There's so much going on there. Why didn't First of all How do you get a dog to ingest cocaine Yes I. Do, like were they giving it, it to him butter? Man those Irish are wild Yeah. <laughs> were they giving it to him like right before the races Well the, the trainer said he could have gotten it From hands of people petting his head Which seems okay. improbable But also what a statement About the patrons of Competitive Irish dog racing Yeah what's going on 
not. They're doing so much cocaine that there's just coke all over their hands. And then I feel like I don't know cocaine culture, but I feel like don't pet a dog and then go back to all the cocaine. No, but you got or like you got to wash your hands. And so- that trainer was definitely giving that dog cocaine. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I feel like he just like. Took a, like a like a paper bag and put some cocaine in it uh, and like shook it up and just put it over the dog. See, head. I was assuming he took a little one of those little tiny spoons and literally <laughs> <laughs> three times. Yeah. How do you not stop after the first time? How are you not like, oh, the jig is up? Yeah. Okay. Here's <laughs> like, no, this, this dog's making a lot of sense right now. <laughs> Here, here's how he did it. Actually, I bet he had a girl dog. And he put a line above that dog's asshole. <laughs> he put it above her asshole. The funny thing is people knew to check for cocaine because after that dog won the race, he just smoked a bunch of cigarettes and talked about his life. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they were like, this Irish dog. Irish dog racing now sounds great. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, I need to know. Because every everybody I know, the, I, I'm not trying to stereotype a whole people, but... um. Everybody I've met from Ireland loves gambling, like with a passion. That's why uh, the NFL is huge in Ireland because really? you can bet on every aspect of it. Oh, that so. makes sense. Because I always thought the NFL was like a fool's errand for betting. Yeah, it's well, basketball is the game to bet on, right? Yes. Yeah, I would. I would. No, the NFL is like like unless you have a staff of stat crunching analysts. It just seems crazy to me. Yeah, it I don't know where the crazy. opportunity is. But but Irish people just love to bet. So I, I've heard my cousin's married to a guy from Ireland, and they had this story about being in Tahoe in a blizzard or something like that, and he, like, braved the blizzard so he could get somewhere with better internet service and bet on the second-half line of a playoff game. <laughs> it's amazing. Whoa. Man, they're really going for it. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> How is that dog doing? <laughs> I mean, he's Clon Brian Hero. He's yeah. good. I mean, I bet he's a hero in that town. Yeah, yeah. They still love him. Uh, I bet he. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like he's he's like, still I used to root for Barry Bonds. Yeah, like, yeah. Those fond memories. I bet I bet that dog has a house that if you go to it, he plays you Jesse's girl while another dog lights firecrackers <laughs> off. <laughs> In the doghouse? I bet you he has a legitimate-sized house, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet you it's a pr- for a dog? I yeah. bet you it's a pretty good-sized house. Oh, like, man. Like, why are there mirrors all over the inside yeah. of his doghouse? He just has a bunch of other dogs who don't really care about him. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. That is, that's... Man, who is the sanctioning body? There's so many, like, I have... St- there's so many questions about that. Yeah, like like who thought like to test a dog for drugs and that cocaine's on the list of things because that means that he's not the first uh, gra- racing greyhound to do coke because no. obviously they thought to test for it and they're like yeah. this has been a problem. Yeah, they in tested the past. for cocaine. Yeah, they tested dogs <laughs> for cocaine. They were like, first things first, we need to know if yeah. he's on coke. <laughs> And then, what, did they test him for weed? I was just thinking, like, <laughs> did he come up positive for weed? He just smokes it to relax, guys. Chill out, Dad. It's medicine. It's, CB, it's cannabinoids. Yeah, it's cannabinoids. It's not even, he's not even getting high. 
<laughs> yeah, like you can take Molly because it's not performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Also, a lot of Molly in the system. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I do microdose my dog, so he's more happy at work. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> With cocaine, though? No, LSD. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what like, if it was just like what if it was just like a Doc Ellis situation and he's just been playing fucked up this whole time? Yeah. Like that dog's just been running yeah. wired this whole just like acid. He's got curlers in his hair. Fucking That's the best. Good for him, man. All right. Should we get to our Northwest preview? Yeah, guys? Let's do it. Let's visit oh, the Northwest. All right. First off, let's start with the Utah Jazz. Ugh. <laughs> My whole life, ugh, that's how I've always uh, felt about that team. Last year, Carlos Boozer, get out of here. Uh, last year, they were 51-31. and 31. Uh, Their expected record, based on stats, they were supposed to go 54-28, and 28, but they were worse because they were injured a lot. Uh, out, no more Gordon Hayward. Out? No more. Uh, he went to Boston. Okay. No more Boris Diaw. No more Trey Lyles. No more Jeff Withy. In Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. Yeah. Well, you know, I hate him, so it makes sense that he would go to Utah. <laughs> Fuck that dude. Jonas Jerebko. Tabo Cephalosha. That's not a name. And rookies Donovan Mitchell and Tony Bradley. And they kept Joe Ingles. Yeah. Uh, my first question for you guys is, uh, this is a lot of foreign people on this team. Yeah. That's the game, though, baby. It's not yeah. like when we were kids and it was only oh, body. I have no problem with that. But I my do. question is. This is our game. Is <laughs> <laughs> Played on our soil. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Doesn't it suck that all these foreign guys have to live in Utah? Yeah. Uh, I feel like Utah is an environment that is close to Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Racially. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think weather-wise, uh, it's fa- I just uh-huh. you know, I like think, arbitrary stuff you can't buy on certain days yeah. because of a religion you don't really understand. <laughs> the salt flats are depressing. <laughs> like I think it's like it's like home. I there's worse places. No, no, actually, Salt Lake is probably the worst place. Like if live. you're Ricky Rubio and you're from Spain, yeah. But I guess Minnesota is also not much better. Like, I would, but Minneapolis is still cool. Minneapolis is cool. It's not uh, Salt Lake. That's the thing about Salt Lake City. I feel like it's a town for old people. Yeah. Like I don't th- like like what? What's the nightlife? Because like, is there much nightlife even? I doubt I it. I mean, the state. I mean, Utah's basically a theocracy inside right. the United States. Yeah, hundred percent. That's loosened up a little bit, but not really that much. So it. You know what? If you like, here's what I would say about a foreigner. <laughs> if you like outside, outdoors activities, mm-hmm. Utah, because I've driven through Utah and it is beautiful. And I, yeah, I would, it's very pretty. I would rather live there than Indianapolis. That's but I think also I would, true. But I think, I, think so. I would probably choose every other NBA city. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah, I would. Yeah, there's not a lot of. That's bottom tier. Because it's also like there's not like a lot of local culture. I don't, yeah. Like if you're not Mormon, right. then it feels like – I feel like it just feels like they're letting you live there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. Like the, the food is okay, is okay. Is it? If you Well, I mean you have to like – I don't know. I've been there a couple times. And the, the food was all right? Well, it's it seems like it's a little better <laughs> recently because they have – they actually have like – 
breweries and food like like there's i think i think you see this a lot with people who have uh quit drinking too where you get really into food culture as kind of a right, replacement right. thing so there's a decent amount of like yeah because there's still a lot of young people that live there it's right just, right right but it's young mormon people yeah so it's you know it's a 2.7 brewery you know <laughs> i i always wonder that about guys where it's like yeah i finally am doing it i'm playing in the nba i'm living my dream in salt lake <laughs> yeah this is okay i guess yeah but they're on the road a lot i mean i don't know Do, and you don't have to live there in the off season yeah and i think i think maybe i think do you think it's a strategy though that they're like these euro guys are gonna hate it less Maybe because I mean you can feel it when a guy doesn't want to play for a oh like, for like, sure. I mean I you know I'm from Denver. Nobody no basketball players ever really want to be there. You mean besides it's like, Chauncey? It's just Chauncey, right? Yeah, yeah. Cha- and yeah. it's because he's, he's you know he went to CU. He went yeah. to GW. Yeah, he got drafted to the Nuggets. All right, uh, but yeah, that's a weird scene. <laughs> um, my second question is: uh, Is this team white enough for Utah fans to embrace? I think they're white. I think it's the right kind of white too. They want old country white, mm-hmm. right? Like I think that I think, but they got they got behind, like they've gotten behind some Kirilenko. Yeah, this is like a team of Kirilenkos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Eastern, like yeah, I feel like it's a different kind of white. They might not be into it. That's what I'm asking. Well, These guys are yeah. sort of swarthy. Yeah, and I think I think they kind of <laughs> like that Kirilenko had that that once a year opt-out clause yeah he was marriage and they're <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah this is this is d- some deep utah foundation here. like yeah like, a little bit of polyamory nothing wrong with that hey here. that's how we do it up here yeah don't you can't stop us i don't i've always wondered does utah do they embrace their teams like that i feel like it's such a weird place that you can never get a feel for like even when they were really great like were they they loved they support them like a college team. Yeah, it's they okay. love them. It, they're it's like Oklahoma City with oh, the Thunder. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because they're the only team. It's the only thing there. Yeah, but it's almost like it's not like Carmelo was successful there for being by being a black redneck. You know? Yeah. Like he loved that's what he hunting, is. so that's fine. He had that motorcycle. Yeah, but His like Rudy Gobert raps. Rudy Gobert. <clears throat> Is a black French guy who raps, and that's their best player now. But it's black French rap. It's yeah. true. That, I feel like you can get away yeah. with that. It's, it's not. It's not forty bars by Allen Iverson. You know, you know what I mean? Or Jules. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's Jules. Yeah, I gotta use right. his rap name. <laughs> um. All right, and Sean, you had a question. Uh, my question was: Is there any chance that Ricky Rubio ends up a member of Twenty One Pilots? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's what he's. That's why he moved. There. But yeah, his, <laughs> his hair is like slowly morphing into this weird. He's getting less cool, Ricky oh, yeah. Rubio. I thought he was way cooler as like a young. What's this guy gonna do now? I'm just like, hey. I love him. He's you like love Ricky Rubio. I love him. What but, that look that clip, <laughs> that clip of him telling Alexi Shved when he was mic'd up. He goes, Alexie, change your face. Be happy. Yeah, it's like I could great. watch it anytime I feel bad. I just watch that. That's Ricky I'm saying, Rubio I'm clip. saying he's moving away from that. Yeah, though. he With is. His though. new haircut. He's got Hold a. Ton he's of got to look up this. I gotta look up this most recent haircut because yeah. I feel like I don't. It's like a. I described him as looking like a. He looks like a character that no one picks in Street Fighter Alpha Two. 
Okay. Like that... Ricky from Spain with the sleeve <laughs> tattoo, and he it's almost a man bun. I wish there wasn't a tattoo involved. <laughs> yeah, that's like what kind of bummed me out is that like he kind of looks like he wants to go to Burning Man. Maybe he does, which is so not Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs> which is like the, the anti-Salt Lake. Right. It's like, yeah, desert is desert. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't like this. He looks like a he looks like a radio personality <laughs> with this haircut. Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Doesn't he look like a guy who would like really insist on handing you a flyer? Yeah, he looks like a guy who hangs out at bars and tells women they have beautiful eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like a guy. This is a deep cut San Francisco reference, but he's like a guy who would be the most annoying guy in Milk Bar on a Thursday yes! night. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> he's just like, there's this guy at Milk Bar who I would hang out with sometimes and I couldn't hang out with him anymore because he was super beautiful. And I was like, what do your parents do? And he's like, my dad's like a professional. His dad was a professional ultimate Frisbee player. And then his mom had been like a world-class volleyball player and I, and it was like it's like that kind of guy uh. like get away from me yeah of course everything has always been great for you you have the coolest handsomest life yeah You're, your dad plays frisbee for money um my next question about the utah jazz and then we'll we'll get to the question we're gonna ask david for all of these teams uh is is this the year we find out if Derek Favors actually exists or is just like a legend of the NBA? This Wait, is like what? Su- this is such a weird team. To... <laughs> Our friend Julian has a theory that any NBA player from Georgia Tech doesn't actually exist. They're just people that like are made up and talked She's about. Just their oh, names. Yeah. Thaddeus yeah. Young. Thaddeus Young. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but Derek Favors is his favorite because it's always like yeah, Derek Favors, he's going to be really good, but no one ever remembers Derek Favors. A single play Derek Favors I had. I can't think of anything about <laughs> him at all. I mean, he was traded for Darren Williams. I could tell you that much. Uh, I know Darren I mean, Williams. <laughs> he, he had to sub in for Rudy Gobert when Gobert was hurt in the playoffs, but Favors was hurt himself. Yeah. So he because he of the Georgia Tech curse. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> or I don't know. Is it a curse? Is it, I I don't know. A theory? Well, that's <laughs> it's like why, a theory. Yeah, that's why Javaris Crittenden had to join an L.A. street gang. Yeah, just to get his name out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead, sir. No, go ahead. You were go- you were saying something, and I interrupted. Oh, you. just just that uh, it, Utah has so many guys where you're like, I this guy makes has a long-term contract. He was a lottery pick, and I've never seen him play because he always has a hamstring injury. Yeah. <laughs> right. right, 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 right. Like Alec Burks is that yeah. guy. And honestly, Jarebko and Ricky Rubio are sort of versions of that guy. Mm-hmm. Ricky Rubio doesn't, for as much as my mind conjures him up, there's not a lot of substance to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I, I don't think of a lot of like, man, remember that fast break? Or like, I, yeah. I can't he, really. I'm trying to think of like a. He throws specific... some crazy passes every once in a while, but oh, that's real cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. What's the best thing about Salt Lake City? The Baja Fresh in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the worst thing? The Baja Fresh in the airport. <laughs> uh, I've had yeah, it's real hit or miss. And uh, <laughs> all right, Sean. The over under for this team is forty and a half. What do you think? Oh man. Um... I think 
that they are not going to miss Gordon Hayward all that. I mean, they're going to miss him, obviously, and it's going to be hard for them to score points. But the idea that they're going to be like 11 games worse because Gordon Hayward's gone, that seems crazy to me. I know the West is better, but like, you know, they've they've done a good job of adding players and talent to go around them. And, you know, they played really good defense. They got a good coach. I just... So given they're taking the, the over? Yeah, their point differential was said they were a 54-win team, and they're going to be 14 games worse than that. I just I think it's unlikely. I'm pick, I'm going over. Uh, right. I'm also taking the over, but it's because you never doubt seven-time All-Star and future Hall of Famer Joe Johnson. Oh, so. that's okay. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Never count out big game Joe. All right. <laughs> uh, I do think they're going to be unpleasant to yeah, watch. Yeah, they're going to be boring. Uh, all right. Our next team. The Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers, baby. They went 41 and 41. Classic. Uh, their expected record was 39 and 43, so they were better than they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got rid of Alan Crabb and Festus Azili. Which is, I, I like Festus. He didn't play at all, though. He's still injured. He's oh, injured I mean, forever, like probably. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. Uh, and they brought in Zach Collins, Caleb Swanigan. Archie Goodwin and C.J. Wilcox, so no one of any yeah value. Of note. Yeah, no one of well, note. Got, they have got like they have the most uh, boy band named roster possible because you look at the team and you're like, well, they got a Zach, they got a Caleb, they got a Jake. <laughs> now they have an Archie and a Caleb. Like, uh. like even even their guys who like yeah, you know, like oh, C.J. and yeah, C.J. McCollum <laughs> is like a. That's like a, he's the bad boy. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, oh, CJ. CJ, CJ smokes cigarettes. Yeah, he's the one. That, like occasionally they'll have him uh, rap over the bridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah CJ McCollum is rapping over the bridge, <laughs> and Damian Lillard just wants no part of it. Yeah, yeah. no, no. He's no. like, no, I'm, I'm gonna do a solo thing, and they're like, okay, Caleb, take the high harmony. <laughs> yeah. Damian's like, guys, I'm from Oakland. Yeah, uh, guys, I'm, <laughs> still, I'm still cool. Like, <laughs> Who's the who's the oh Pat? They also yeah. have a Pat. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they do have cute name. Man, what happened to the Jailblazers? <laughs> I mean, they, we were watching them in summer league. At one point, they threw out a whitewash. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. What? Five, Five white, white players. Really? In an NBA event in yeah. summer league. Yeah. Summer league. W- weird place to put that foot. <laughs> That's so wow. Did anyone else do that in summer league? No, God no. no. <laughs> Has I mean, anyone saw, ever done that? We saw, you got to go to high school to have that be happening regularly. Yeah, not since the Glory Road game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last whitewash. That was the last one in NCAA history. Well, they did it against the Celtics, so I think Celtics fans were like, I don't know, something about this Blazers team is speaking to me. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been the most conflicted, especially if you're from Boston. They're like, yeah, but. Look at these Blazers kids. <laughs> Something about Jake Lehman really makes me think he could be the savior this franchise needs. Oh, man. All right. Uh, my first question is, now that Alan Crabb is gone, what Blazer is most likely to have a terrible food cart pun? Did he... There was I, an Alan Crabb food truck? No, we made it up. Oh, but, oh. Yeah, we <laughs> I have, think, but I'm sure there is. Let's I be honest. Damian Lillard... I don't know. I just feel like there's some type of lemon 
custard pun in there. Oh yeah, that he could get Damien Custard. Name. It would be Damien yeah. Custard. Or yeah. like li- li- I don't know what li- <laughs> there's something. It Lillard sounds like a food is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of like the idea of Caleb's Schwarmigan. <laughs> oh man, just like kind of a halal cart kind of oh. situation. That's like taunting him too, because the most famous thing about him oh, is that he used to be really fat. <laughs> I love a fat basketball yeah. player. It was like yeah, seeing him is actually kind of a bummer because you see him like dominating at like three forty and. And it's so fun to watch. Yeah, because he's, really, he's very agile. Dude, he's people, such a young man. Fat basketball players rule. Yeah, it's always I love great. a fat basketball it's player. Always great. Like they've always got good footwork. Like <laughs> when when Baby Davis was like too fat. Oh <laughs> man. Well, Michael Michael Sweetney in the big three is gigantic so right now. <laughs> but occasionally there'd be a moment when like a rebound would go up, and you're like. He's, he's like a giant ballerina there. Yeah, it's like he's really nimble. I still. love it. Yeah. I love it. He can't play for more than seven minutes at a time, but he's no. so graceful. Thank God it's half court. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, you've got some good questions here. Okay. Um, I have a question. Uh, are we too tough on Evan Turner because he has such a big contract? Like, a lot of things about Evan Turner are very charming. He's funny. He sells... Uh, t-shirts of himself celebrating a made three-pointer. Uh, Is that his, charming? Well, it's because he's. Well, he knows he's bad at shooting threes. Right. So, right. And you can buy him at etforpresident.com. But you so can buy him as the thing. He's still yeah. making money. Yeah. Although I think I think a teammate of his maybe made. Them. I think that's. I right. I think it was like Amir Johnson. Yeah. Designed them or something. Oh, okay. And then he just was like, "Oh yeah, I'll put. I'll sell these." Yeah. He's like a real goofball. I think I don't know. I feel like you're hard on anybody who has a big contract. Or yeah. It's like you got to be right. Yeah. But I just I feel like if he was on some kind of like two year, twelve million dollar deal, it'd be like, oh, this guy's so because he's be- so Portland too. Yeah, he is very Portland. He's got a crazy voice because he had like a bad fever as a baby. <laughs> that is, it sounds it is like fe- a frog. When it is talk. fever country out yeah. there. It's because it's always moist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, you got one last question. Yeah, uh, what blazer is most disappointed that they'll never never appear on Portlandia? I think it's got to be C.J. McCollum. You think so? Yeah. I think that, although I just watched Lillard on the Late Late Show. He was just on Corden, and he has way more chops than I thought he had. Yeah, yeah. So I could see him being but I don't think he's disappointed that he doesn't get to be on it. No. Dane doesn't care. No, <laughs> He's no. like, I don't, I don't want to work with Armisen for political reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Carrie Brownstein had a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. Uh, Sleater Kenny Nurkic might be a little disappointed. Well, has there ever been an athlete on Portlandia? Have they ever put an athlete Yeah, they on? had LaMarcus Aldridge on. Oh, really? Yeah. What did he do? I don't remember what he was doing. Was it fun? Do you remember it being funny? Not particular. I mean, Portlandia is funny, so I'm yeah, sure it so was they, funny. They, like, I'm sure it, it was good, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought like historic Blazers. I bet Chris Kamen really wanted to be on the show, but doesn't really understand it. Well, he doesn't like their politics. Either. Yeah, he doesn't like the yeah. politics. Yeah. I feel like Sheed would like be to on be it. on it. Oh, oh yeah. Sheed's the, that's she, who should have been on Sheed would have liked Sheed to be Sheed should have been on every episode. Well, right? I, Just like in the background? <laughs> I also could very much see Sheed being like written into an entire episode and then being a no-show, no-call. 
Yeah, yeah he just <laughs> didn't do it. They're like, wait, he's in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> he's just not even doing anything cool. He's just like at a barbecue. Yeah, he's like, I'm hanging out with my kids. Like, yeah, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> All right, David, what's the best thing about Portland? Best thing about Portland is that it feels like Sunday every day. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, if, if every day yeah. in Portland feels like, but like a Sunday where you don't really have anything to yeah. do, and like it's just got like a good sunset, like just a good Sunday. <laughs> and what's the worst thing about Portland? Slacklining. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a bunch of people practice slacklining in a park one time in Portland, and I just got so mad, <laughs> so so bad. All right, Sean, forty-two and a half. What are you saying? God, this is a good number. Um. Isn't so that they, almost exactly what they said? What their record was last year? Yeah, yeah, forty-one to forty-one. <laughs> and I guess they, I guess they were a lot better with Nurkic playing center instead of Plumlee. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I still just don't think like aside from Damian Lillard, anyone stands out that much. Like they got a bunch of old bums. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, McCollum's good. No, McCollum's good. Yeah. But, but like, no, they got a lot of guys who are, like, fine. But then then you look, and it's like, Zach Collins isn't going to be any good next year. No. Uh, Harkless isn't good. Myers Leonard isn't good. Like, yeah. And I don't I don't know why they would be. I mean, I think the numbers are in a really good place. I'm going to say they win 42 games. I'm going under. Under? Yeah. Uh, I am also taking the under because I don't trust uh, Yusuf Nurkic. I think he is always a mirage. Well, he did. Also, his name his... sounds like Narc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he both got hurt last year and pouted his way off a playoff team. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think like he's going to go to Portland and it's like, oh yeah, well that's that's going to change fixed. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think guys, I think Damian Lillard's good at getting guys to play, but I do too. I mean, dude's in a contract here; it could go south very quickly. Yeah. All right, David, it's your it's your team, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Last year they went forty and forty-two. You don't have to like say it. Their expected <laughs> record was forty-three and thirty-nine. They should have uh, been over five hundred, but Yusuf Nurkic <laughs> threw away half their season. Um, Bum. Out Danilo Gallinari. Damn out, it! Out Mike Miller. Out Roy Hibbert. Who knew he was there? I had no idea. Like, <laughs> I didn't. I, I knew he was – I actually knew he was on Charlotte and Milwaukee and him being – making it to Denver. I had no idea. I liked Gallinari, though. Well, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. Okay. In, Paul Millsap. In, Tyler Lydon. Um, and to be decided, still have not decided what to do with that Plumlee. Uh, so, first question. David, tell us how much you missed Danilo Gallinari. A lot. <laughs> I <laughs> – I just like listen with the Nuggets. Sure, he's not going to be a superstar. That's not what we know about my team. But I liked his heart. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fun to watch. Like, yeah, it, it's a bummer to lose him. I don't know. <laughs> I, and everybody wants me to be excited about Millsap. Like, oh, he's really good. He is really good. <laughs> but even even Paul Millsap knows that about Paul Millsap because they were interviewing him about like you know it's like his fourth All Star game this year yeah and they were like what do you do and he's like I'm not really that kind of player like <laughs> I the things I do do not really translate into this well, game where it's intangible yeah like, well but like if you Anthony were... Davis is gonna dunk twenty eight <laughs> times 
I don't need to set any screens or yeah. there's no pocket passing. You know yeah. what I do? I pump Davis up before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of you guys well, don't know that. That's what I do. Well, I if you remember hugs. what he said, though, then he was like, this year I'm really going to try and show out in the All-Star game. I'm going to be street ball Paul. And then no one has ever that. said that to me. No one has ever called him that. Streetball Paul. Streetball Paul is the worst streetball nickname I've ever heard. It's like yeah. if your dad. Can you was imagine like, Bob Beto yelling Streetball Paul? No, because it would can. never happen. Ah, Streetball Paul. Yeah, I used to watch him at the Rucker. What are you talking about? Streetball Paul? That's like. That's what your dad says at the rec league game, mm-hmm. and then he like pulls down his shorts a half an inch. <laughs> like, he's like, it's time for street ball, Paul. <laughs> oh, street ball, Paul. Um, all right, Sean, you had a question. I actually don't have a lot of questions about this Denver team because I can't wrap my head around them. I love Jokic. Yeah. I think he's like a true superstar. Yeah. They had the best offense in the league last year as this – or second best, the Warriors had the best. But – um, and I like Paul Millsap. It seems like they added a ton of guys, but I don't know if what they added is still going to be enough to make the eight seed. Well, I mean, their owner, their owner sucks, man. He owns, he owns a lot of teams and does a mediocre job with all of them. Yeah. Like he owns but the that's... Rams. He's like too cheap to run Arsenal. <laughs> a lot of just bummer teams like Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Hey, hey, Joe Sackick. I mean, they were t- good, but there I, was a t- <laughs> but I they were he, they were good when we when we got them from Quebec. They won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they came and won the Stanley <laughs> but Cup. I'm, but they I'm, won <laughs> Ray Bork a Stanley Cup, something Boston could I, not do. I just think I just think Cronky like Cronky bought the Rams after they had Kurt yeah. Warner. He got the I think he got the right. Avalanche after they won the Stanley Cup. Like, yeah, like yeah. after Forsberg left. Yeah, and so it's yeah, like that's a weird. He's problem. like a Walmart dude, so he's he's just I don't think he cares that much no, about winning. Didn't High he marry into the Walmart family, yeah, too? Yeah, and his fortune yeah. is he develops <laughs> other properties next to giant Walmarts. So oh, like, like, did he do the Home Depot deal and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so, and that's and that's why he's really into building stadiums. That's uh, why he's making that big stadium in L.A. Because it's like, yeah, it's all a real estate scam. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, it's all a real estate scam, right? I just watched The Founder. I'm hip. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm into yeah. So I'm really into the Nuggets, but uh, really into the Nuggets. Well, Joey really likes them, and that made me get. And I like Jamal Murray a lot, and I, I loved like, Gallinari. Like, I loved Gallinari. Yeah, he's um. You can totally tell the Knicks think of him as the one that got away because there's yeah. there's an Italian American museum in uh, Little Italy Denver? in New York, oh. and it's uh, <laughs> it's like for years prominently has a Gallinari jersey, like right in the <laughs> oh, front. Really? A Knicks Gallinari and, jersey. And briefly, there was a Bargs, too. They had a Bargnani, but then they were like, ah, not really representing the best of Italian heritage. Gallinari, you got he's a class set. I just, he was really good for the people of Denver. People, like, locals loved him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it, Well, they're going to love Jokic. Jokic is crazy they're gonna love Jokic they're not gonna love Millsap but Millsap like, is like the kind but Millsap like a Simpsons character but Millsap's the kind of role player guy that you add to like he boosts stars he he's not a star the, himself he the broth I guess. yeah it's like adding Adam Scott to your sitcom yeah exactly like this is not gonna be the most glamorous guy but it's really but gonna stabilize gonna things yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um all right 
Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, my question, there's five power forwards on the Nuggets depth chart right now. Mm-hmm. Classic Colorado teams uh, move. And then they got football as yeah, well. They got three centers. One of them's Darrell Arthur. And they have one small forward on the roster. What are they going to do? I think they're going to run three guards a lot. I think they're, so they're, they're going to play no power forward. Yeah, I think even though so? they have six of them. Well, no, I think no, no, they're going to play no small forwards. It'll be two bigs and then Moutier, Murray, uh, and um, what's you his face, Gary Harris. I think they're going to play a lot of three guard lineups. But I mean, that it just seems like that's a forward. bizarre roster construction. It does seem bizarre. They have another move. They need to tra- They need to make a trade. But they'll make it. Uh, yeah. I mean, right now they, they have to. <laughs> right, <laughs> right now they've got yeah, Hernan Gomez, Lyles, Millsap, Fareed, and then another guy that I'm not remembering right now. Uh. Leiden. Georgia Tech. Leiden. Oh, and they drafted Leiden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he went to Georgia Tech. Uh, that's my <laughs> favorite. That's my. <laughs> uh, I did not see that coming. You know that song. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Same girl? Same girl. Same girl's dope, dude. All right. <laughs> and twins. <laughs> uh, it's like M. Night Shyamalan wrote it. All right. Uh, the same but girl. Yeah, just, it's weird that a team with six power forwards is going to end up playing, like, a 6-4 dude at the three. Yeah. Well, Wilson Chandler is going to play a lot of three. I mean, he's the yeah. only three <laughs> on the roster, so yes, he will. But I think they're going to play Harris. How do you get that upside down this cl- Like, that's what is weird. Like, how do you even get yourself in that situation right now? Right. Where it's like, like, there was there no foresight to be like, well, maybe, I- maybe a balance. <laughs> and they could have, and they, they, like, it's just a weird. It's weird that they made the draft trade they did because you look at Donovan. Mitchell, if they took Donovan like, oh, he's a Mitchell, combo guard, he can play one and two. No, let's trade him and get a weird white power forward to just yeah. glut. Oh, and in fact, in that deal, we're gonna get another power yeah. forward. Yeah, because <laughs> like, that's what we we're about power out here in the Rockets. Like, yeah. We're gonna sign Paul Millsap. Just weird. Like, just pick Donovan Mitchell or pick Onanobi or yeah. Some, anyway, I'm sure they have some idea i'd like to think that <laughs> right <laughs> all right um sean over under 45 and a half uh, man i wish Just this say number, under i wish this number was 44 and a half yeah i'm saying under you're going under going under i'm gonna take the over uh, and i don't feel good about it <laughs> but well, usually Denver's where I make my money on my over-unders because the number is always low. I mean, right. it's, it's... But this year, it's weirdly right. Well, they when they got rid of Nurkic, didn't they have the number two offense in the NBA after that point? Yes. Yeah. So, I feel like Millsap's going to help that. Yeah. Just, I just wish they didn't have one vacant position. Like, it's like a... They're, they're it's like, scary looking down the barrel of that, trying to, like... To, like to see what's going to happen for a season. It's like, well, what? I mean, the reason I'm taking the over, though, is I think we're in for another one of those seasons where Phoenix misses the playoffs. At, not this year's Phoenix, but like that year, Phoenix missed the playoffs with 48 wins. Right. Uh, and I think the top like nine teams are all going to have over 45 wins. You think so? Yeah, I do. They, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I just, I just, they... The Nuggets still haven't made that move they need to make yet, yeah. and so it feels like I don't know. Um, 
it's it it looking at their roster, it's like this is how I draft an NBA fantasy team. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like dudes who get assists and power forwards. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't need you don't need those threes. That's no, it's gonna no. drag you down. <laughs> yeah, I just want points, baby. Numbers yeah. on the board. Con Brian Hero by a length and a half, two lengths, over six, Lasker and Vardy. One is third, Skywalker Manor, two challenging, cool of animation is clipped from behind, but five, Clan Brian Hero goes on to win from six, Lasker and Vardy. Uh, we have a new sponsor this week on Round Ball Rock. It's a buddy cop show. Uh, Jeremy Piven returns to television, teamed up with his new partner, Cavaliers small forward Jay Crowder, in the new show, The Wisdom of Crowders. Now, uh, Piven, is uh, he's a classic cynical cop, wisecracking, anti-authoritarian, plays by his own rules. And Jay Crowder is a fundamentally sound detective who plays by whatever rules the police coach, I mean chief, says. They're a perfect combination. Piven's sarcastic wit and amazing detective instincts help break the case, while Jay Crowder's protecting the evidence and the lane at all costs. Although the show is surprisingly somber, much of the first season features Crowder struggling with crippling disappointment and depression out of being traded out of his favorite police department just because they got some hotshot pretty boy from Salt Lake City. Does loyalty mean nothing in Eastern Conference police departments? First, everyone wanted Kevin Durant to solve those crimes, and now some third-team all-NBA wannabe who people are pretending is some kind of superstar because he made the playoffs once, and then his partner got shot in the hip and they got rid of him too? That's what all these police departments are like. Love you and leave you. Use you up and throw you away. Make you room with Ante Zizic on the road. In the first episode, a serial killer has been terrorizing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you know what? We aren't over this yet. Marcus Morris is going to solve crimes now? Please. And then they lay off Avery Bradley? He's locked up more guys than anyone in that city. Some people sign long-term deals at a discount to solve crimes there. Meanwhile, the Chiefs eating at Chipotle twice a day? What the hell is that? The whole police department is racist. The Wisdom of Crowders on CBS. Watch it before it gets canceled. All right, well, thank you, Wisdom of Crowders. Thank you, Wisdom of Crowders. And also, I realized before we went to that, I forgot to ask David his question about Denver. David, oh. what's the best part about Denver? Oh, the fact that it's the best city in the world. And what's the worst part about Denver? High juggalo population. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Johnny Blaze hoodies. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to the <laughs> let's let's go to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Last year they were thirty one and fifty one. Their expected record was thirty seven and forty five. So they were way worse than they were supposed to be. They were they were way worse and they were supposed to be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. Uh they got rid of so many people. They got rid of Ricky Rubio. They got rid of Zach Levine. They got rid of Chris Dunn. They got rid of Jordan Hill. They got rid of Brandon Rush. They got rid of Adrian Payne. And they also said goodbye to the scariest man in basketball, Nikola Pekovic. He's the scariest man in basketball? He looks like a Russian mobster, and all his tattoos are like of dead people. And like yeah. swords and skulls. and Yeah. <sighs> It just got cold in here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> they're bringing back Shabazz Muhammad. And also, most importantly, they're bringing in Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Jeff Butler. Teague, Taj Gibson, and Jamal Crawford. What is their, what's their expected for next year? Well, they're over, a, Vegas is saying their over-under is 48 and a half. That's a jump, though. Yeah. That feels like it's just like scary. 31 to 40, you know what I mean? That's yeah. Like a I mean, they did add Jimmy Butler, who's like an MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
I don't know. We'll get there. Sorry. Uh, my first question is Kevin Garnett's favorite show is MTV's Making the Band. God damn it. <laughs> really? Yeah. With the rap one or the one the with rap the one, The rap titles? one. The rap one. The rap one. All right. Uh, I would love it if you just loved O-Town. <laughs> <laughs> my question for you, David, is would the band plus in his prime KG be able to beat this Timberwolves team at basketball? In his prime? In his prime. Okay. I have a lot of feelings about I this. I knew you would. That's why I wrote this question. The thing about the band is I think that Chopper's tall, right? Chopper's tall. Chopper's your big. And he, he was really young, so I feel like he was pretty spry. Yeah. I think – I don't know that Fred has handles. I don't <laughs> But Fred looks – it wouldn't be crazy if you saw Fred with handles, uh -huh. right? So I think you already got a stolid start. Ness – I think Ness is utility. He's like he's your utility player. Yeah. I think Ness could do it all. I think. I think Dylon fucking sucks at basketball. Dylon <laughs> has never played basketball. <laughs> Dylon is ne he doesn't know anything about it. Dylon, he's not. He doesn't like to sweat. Uh huh. No, Dylon's not at all. Right on the bench. I think Babs is probably good for. I a think Babs is mid-range jumper. Yeah. <laughs> I bet she can shoot. You know, got like a twenty-footer on her, just banging them out. I think. Here's what I think. I think big three rules. Mm -hmm. I think half court with a four-point shot. Yeah. I think the band can beat this team. <laughs> and plus KG. Yeah. By the way, this is the second episode in a row with a Dylon reference. Yeah, for some reason, I was talking about Dylon last episode. <laughs> and in the context of 9-11. <laughs> I wonder where he was. I do wonder where he was. Uh, <laughs> He's probably sleeping. Fucking bum. So... <laughs> The reason we know KG's favorite show was making the band is there's a story about when Chopper had that rap battle with, uh, I forget who oh, it was. Oh, you talking about a couple of years ago. No, no. This is making the band. On oh, that episode during, of making oh, the band. in the beginning. When, yeah, when P. Diddy made Chopper rap battle somebody to stay in the band. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, KG got so hyped up, he headbutted his own wall. He was so hyped for the rap battle. Man, you really don't want that guy to be a motherfucker. <laughs> what? What are you? What the fuck? What are you doing? He's just in his house, like yeah, no watch shirt it. on. I uh -huh. assume. Oh. Just he had put it like no, <laughs> no. No, he was so hyped up. Apparently, he was yelling, "That's how you fucking do it." That's how you fucking do it, and headbutted a hole in his wall. Oh, I never want to hang out with Kevin. Man. That sounds like such a bad time. Just All right, in his lair. Ugh. Speaking of lairs, uh, the coach of the um, the Tim Minnesota Timberwolves, Tom Thibodeau, is famous for having a lair of his own, where he just watches basketball and lifts and with a on a bench press. Right, like there's no oh, chairs I he in had there. Like a treadmill. You, well, I think it was a bench press. Oh, okay. He sit. There's no chairs in there. Like he sits on the. Yeah, bench. no. He yeah. He like lifts weights and watches film, and that's it. Oh, and there's hamburger wrappers everywhere. Oh, I uh, bet it my, smells so weird the in most, there. I remember the most <laughs> disgusting one I heard of was the the forty nine. One of the worst NFL coaches ever was Jim Tom Sula, the mm -hmm. one year forty ers <laughs> coach, and he was known for like staying up all night doing game film, and he had a treadmill and like. His office just had giant two liters of Diet Coke and huge pouches of chewing tobacco. Mm -hmm. oh. And he would, like, break down tape while chugging Diet Coke and chewing tobacco. Like, 
On the treadmill? On the treadmill. What like, a weird. What a gross. It's a strange Venn diagram of the people who do all those things yeah. regularly. <laughs> so, yeah, my question is, <laughs> there's no way a guy who does that is going to like Jamal Crawford, right? No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely I think not. everybody likes Jamal Crawford, though. But that guy, he's like... He... <laughs> That's such a weird way. Like, I feel like he likes it dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, that guy is a muse cage guy. Mm -hmm. and I don't think. That... <laughs> well, he's he probably looks at Jamal Crawford and is like, how are you only four pounds heavier than you were when you got drafted 17 years ago? And Jamal Crawford's like, no, my game's about moving around. And he's like, get on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we get to see like like a swole Jamal Crawford this year because Thibodeau demands it. Yeah. He just makes him. You're going to bang in the post finally. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so our last our last question for this team is: This was Prince's town. Who would Prince's favorite player on this team be? Jamal Crawford. No, I don't know who Prince. I don't. I don't know Prince's personality. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. listen to a lot of his music. Can't call what that guy would be into <laughs> at all. I think he'd like somebody weird. You think he'd like Jimmy Butler? No, I think no. he'd be like, uh, Jimmy Butler's, of course you like Jimmy Butler. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like he would he'd want be a cool like, guy you? He, yeah, he'd like like the 15th man. He'd be like, oh, you can, like, oh, so he would like. Cole who's, Aldridge. Who's that, who's that backup <laughs> forward who shoots threes? Uh, oh, uh, Bielitsa. Nikola Bielitsa. That's who he'd like. That he'd be does like, sound like beautiful. You like, really, yeah, exactly. That's a beautiful name. <laughs> In fact, he'd name what he'd name a girl Bielitsa later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a room in his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he likes Todd Gibson too. Yeah, I could see that. I he, can't. I well, really wants, can't call it. I don't. <laughs> He once rented Carlos Boozer's home, too, so I wonder if he's Prince like, did? Yeah, yeah, he ruined it. He so, famously trashed it by painting it all purple. <laughs> but then he restored it to exactly how it was. But apparently Carlos Boozer, when he saw that he, like, like Prince had, like, a stall, installed an elaborate wrought iron gate on a previously ungated property that had the logo on it. And Carlos Boozer was like, aren't you just rent it for six months and why did he rent his what <laughs> prince was recording an album in la and i guess he just like redecorated and remodeled the house and then had those same people come back and put it back exactly how it was <laughs> why would he rent carlos boozer's i out? have no i feel like he watches a lot of bulls games and i think like i think maybe he there's like... so many weird <laughs> levels to that like couldn't you just rent a like, did he call Carlos Boozer? Was he like, "Hey, this is Prince. I, I want, I want to live in your house. I want to live inside you." <laughs> Whoa! Any paint? That's so weird. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> I did have a question for you, David, that I forgot to write down here. But so Andrew Wiggins is about to sign a max contract. Max. Deal. But before he signs it, the old shitty white boss of the Minnesota Timberwolves is making him sit down and have a conversation before he like commits to signing the contract and he's just has to promise him he's going to get better. 
I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you would. I think this is my that. least favorite NBA story of the offseason. Yeah. It's this, uh. this old guy who's terrible at owning the team, yeah. by the way. Yeah, like, maybe you get fucking better yeah. and we would win 31 games? I got to talk to you? <laughs> I got to sit down and talk to you about being better? How about you promise you're not going to trade a first-round pick for Adrian Payne? Yeah, how about that? How about you don't cheat? Cheat the league and ruin Kevin Garnett's goddamn prime. <laughs> yeah, like what to, are you? A shady contract with Joe Smith. That what was is him. He? Yeah. What does he want out of that? That's so stupid. So, but my question was going to be: What is the worst conversation you've ever had with a boss? Uh, oh, I know easily. I got fired from the call center because uh, they caught me hanging up on people. <laughs> <laughs> And they brought me in there, and she was like, so we were doing quality checks, and we listened in on some of your calls, and it appears that you would just hang up on people. <laughs> and I, like, lied. I was like, oh, yeah, my keyboard. She's like, no, we looked at it. You would have to, like, click end. <laughs> and then I had to be like, well, you know, I think we all know what we're doing. <laughs> and then, yeah, she fired me, but it was pretty, t- it was pretty bad for, like, there's like really five uncomfortable minutes where I tried to keep my job. <laughs> Thank God for comedy, man. <laughs> All right, David, what's the best part about Minneapolis? Ah, uh, not going to St. Paul. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the worst thing? St. Paul. <laughs> All right, Sean, 48 and a half. What do you think? Or winters. <laughs> I saw the summer and I was like, this is. It's weird because I actually really believe in this team, and mm-hmm. knowing they had like such a good differential and were so good last year, I'm like, oh man, it's kind of tasty. But I just feel like if lot. someone offers, hey, is this team going to be 18 games better than they were That's last a lot, year? Man. Even money bet, you would just say, like, it's just it's like betting on. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like you just bet on every home underdog, right. and you make a lot of money. So I'm picking. I believe in them, but I'm going under. I also believe in them, and I'm picking the under. I think it's going to be about 46 games, 46, 47. And I think they'll be great. I think it'll be. A bit, yeah. I think they're going to go to the second round of the playoffs too. Yeah, yeah. All right, our final team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Boo! Last year they were 47 and 35. Last year they were supposed to go 43 and 39. Yeah, they did very well in close games. But they got rid of Victor Oladipo, Demontis Sabonis, Taj Gibson, and Norris Cole. Uh, but they brought in Paul George, uh, Pat Patterson, Pat Patterson, Raymond Felton, and Terrence Ferguson, uh, and they're keeping Andre Roberson. Uh, so my first question for you. How scared am I of Russell Westbrook? Yeah, sure. It, how scared of you are of Russell Westbrook? Real scared. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of NBA. He kind of looks like a dinosaur, and that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> he he kind of looks like a specific dinosaur too, but you can't like point. You, you like can't like dino- finger what dinosaur it is. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie We're Back? Uh huh. He <laughs> looks like he could be in We're Back. <laughs> also. At the ESPYs, him in those sunglasses, he just looks like a scary artist. Not like <laughs> The way he dresses is so weird. I'm, he makes me uncomfortable. He's a beast, though. Uh, my next question, though, is, is Paul George going to like Oklahoma City? I, no. I don't. I, 
I've been there a bunch of times. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I just. It's like. It's like the smallest market, small market mm-hmm. team. Like that's the that's the smallest major city you can live in, right? And yeah. Still play for a professional team. I mean, it's weird that this is this whole division. Denver's the biggest city, but Denver's actually Denver's really big now, though. Yeah. I'm just, but yeah, just, it is weird. It is that, weird. That's that's the metropolis. Of yeah, that's division. the metropolis. Of, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, what? There's good steak. If you like steak, he'll be good there. But like, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. So think it's like a it. it's going to be another year where Paul George is just hoping to well, live in Los Angeles again. I would I would say the counterpoint to that is where has Paul George spent his time before Indianapolis? This? Indianapolis. Where was he before? Fresno. That? Where was yeah. he before that? Palmdale. <laughs> like he is moving up. <laughs> if if at a slow pace. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I do think he desperately wants to go to Los Angeles and get out of there. But also, it's not going to be that much of a shock. It's better than Palmdale. Oh, there's a lot of white people yelling at me. Like, well, yeah, you were playing for the Indiana Pacers. Like, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, when you look at the when you look at the Thunder side, like, a lot of like, cowboy hats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Schilling one time described their fandom as uh, 50,000 screaming polo shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I but also I feel like being in Oklahoma City, you would get more love there than maybe like, because they do, Oklahomans do worship their sports stars. Yeah, sure, it's like a, yeah, like, like they have like a it's like a thing. You know what I mean? So I could be like it's like you know it's a shit town, but you're the king of the shit town. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's probably okay. <laughs> it's it's you know why there mean? were always those Blake Griffin rumors because. They still think he's a god from him being in Oklahoma for two years. Right. And I think also they a lot still of people, love Taylor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's I think there are a lot of Oklahoma City fans who are like, you're so you have such a uh, kind of like persecution complex about your town. Right. But, um, that all of them are like, I would never leave here. I love it the most. They love. Why wouldn't a player feel that way, too? Right. I yeah, I mean, I bet you they roll out the red card. Like, I bet you he could just like like I was in Oklahoma one time and I met this guy who was like the king of like the town he lived in. Mm -hmm. And we were drinking and he just walked out of a wine bar with a glass and then finished the wine glass and (laughs) smashed it on the street and kept walking. And I feel like Oklahoma City would let Paul George do that. I think so. Like, I think you could he could just like walk into a bar and like punch a dude and then walk out and they'd be like we love that guy yeah <laughs> fucking love that guy <laughs> and it seems it seems like working for the team is really good like players do seem to enjoy sure that yeah i think game. it i think it's they i think they're, they're, they're it's probably it's probably it's probably better than i first said i bet you it's okay i bet he likes it so my next question for you guys uh-huh. is is russell westbrook going to pass this year well, he did average a triple double last no, year. No, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. Do you think? Like, is he going to try to fight the whole NBA? In yeah, is he again? is he going to become a more normal basketball player again? I was, I was wondering that because it felt like that was <laughs> he was playing that off, like, like, or that was like, I don't, I think that I think he's going to go back. I, you can you go back? Can you keep? Can you sustain that? Well, yeah. uh, but my question is, is: Can, like, can you, you go back after doing that, though? Well, I think I think it's like 
I would say two things about that. <laughs> One, when you see the difference between the the four games better they were, that was all Russell Westbrook yes. just shooting at the end of games all right. the time. And it worked really well. So at a certain point, you're like, well, do you want him to stop doing that? But also, uh, I do think he proved what he needed to prove. And so there's like, I'm sure he and Kevin Durant are back to their work colleagues relationship they had in the past like like call him cupcake like he proved yeah like he, <laughs> he, he did it he did it like he, he validated yeah, himself that's that's what i mean i think that you have to i think he, you have to go back to i just don't see how he could play if he keeps playing like that then we only get him for two more years yeah right? like, <laughs> he, he's gonna explode sure <laughs> can you imagine if tom thibodeau was his coach I just, oh my god! Like see, <laughs> like shoes catching fire on a basketball court. My counter to that though is once Kobe started playing like that, it was hard for Kobe to unplay like that again. I, I'm just. I mean, that is the thing is he's tasted the fruit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, like he's gone that. Not to know you can do that and then to settle back and not do like yeah. What do you do a season after you average a triple double like? Maybe he can't shut it off. That's yeah. that's what I'm wondering. Oh, <laughs> I think man. I think they're just like they're gonna cut his minutes, and that's gonna make a difference. And then they have like they they are a they much better team this year. Last right. year, last year in the playoffs, they would take him out of the game, and the Rockets would immediately go on a 12-0 run, and like they didn't have anyone who could bring the ball up. Now it's like he'll sit on the bench, and then Paul George will run the offense. So, so do you think? Because of lack of minutes, he won't. Like, like, I think it'll. Well, I just think it. I think. I think he is more likely to keep doing weird counterproductive rebounding things. <laughs> but he like he pa- he passes more than you think. Like he passed to Durant more than people thought. You know right. he. I I think I think the rebounding is a weirder stat chasing thing than the passing. Right. I man, I don't know. I think that. I think he's gonna calm down. I think it just. It, I just. I just don't. Like I think about him p- playing, and I get anxiety about just like to be for him to be in that energy for a whole season. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like I feel so stressed out. About like I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think. He can, I think. I think he'll just. He'll like. And it's not. It's better for everyone, mm-hmm. right? If he just chills out a little bit. Maybe not going so crazy catching these rebounds. Yeah. And he just lets the team work how it works. I think that, like, like he was playing like, you you just can't even build something around what he did last year. Right. You know what I mean? You can't, like, yeah, you can't build anything around. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So I think he's going to chill out. Yeah. Um. All right. Sean, you have one last question. One last question. Uh, does Ennis Cantor have the potential for a great season in the woke-off only? I have no idea. We, oh, we have a woke-off. We, we're running an NBA woke-off to decide who the most woke NBA personality okay, is. you said woke-off so many times. I know. Like, I don't I, know why I like did I that. Was like, that is like, of course, a woke-off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, currently in the lead is uh, David Fisdale, the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. He's in the lead? Oh, yeah. Because he's... He, he spent uh, the last month denouncing Confederate statues. And wearing and Black, Life. Life Ma- Black Lives Matter shirts. Oh, well... I mean, then he went. What? what oh, so, so who's going to win the woke off this year? He the, thinks so. Given that Ennis Cantor is now wanted 
by the totalitarian government of Turkey. Yeah, where and it's from. like, Hell yeah. like, <laughs> like I don't think Amnesty International has gotten involved in the welfare of an NBA player in maybe quite some time, yeah. if ever. If ever. <laughs> I, so it's weird that like a lot of I like, don't know like Zach Randolph that one time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, see us after this tournament. See what happens. <laughs> But yeah, he just doesn't the... leave Slovenia. <laughs> but yeah, they talk about Antifa, and you're like, mm-hmm. no, this guy's literally on like, yeah. a death list of a fascist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was reading about he that. He can't go back to Turkey. I guess. So we're talking internationally woke, not I'm just saying it's a new American dimension. Woke. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, that's the most. That's 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 pretty woke. It's pretty woke. Yeah. Like, politically. I think I think, like, he's going to really... He's now, like, America's guy. Like, we're actually providing him sanctuary from, you know, extradited back to yeah. this murderous dictator. I just wonder if it's going to change his mentality. Like, he was in the, he was running those pickup to. games with KD and LeBron this summer. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to take that Westbrook energy. Yeah. <laughs> that's where that's going to go. Um, <laughs> all right. Last question concerning this team. What's the best part about Oklahoma City? Eskimo Joe's. It's a restaurant. They have them all over, but there's a big one in the city. <laughs> and what's the worst thing? A lot of cowboy hats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And I don't like that everyone in Oklahoma City calls – or everyone in Oklahoma calls Oklahoma City the city. Oh. That always gets on my nerves. <laughs> Because San Francisco's the city? Yeah, because San Francisco's the city. Yeah. All right. And Oakland is the town. Yeah. (laughs) All right. um, Sean, over under 51 and a half. Uh, I think their defense is going to be awesome, but it will take those two guys a little while to get used to playing together. I'm I'm picking them under, but slightly. I I like this team, too. I'm taking the over. Uh, I don't even really know why. I just think they're going to be really, really good. I think they're going to be great. Um. All right, so one last thing. We play a game here to end every show. Okay. Uh, crossfire? Where we decide, yeah, we play Crossfire. We yell Crossfire at also, each other and then shoot those BBs. Do you remember that game Hot Shots? Uh-huh. <laughs> that. Uh huh. There's a weird lack of games that involve BBs, it yeah. seems yeah. like, in oh, our society these kids now. Are choking now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. We always play a game. We decide what an NBA luminary is doing, and then we post. We ask the question, like last week, we asked, what is New York Knicks owner James Dolan doing right now? Mm-hmm. Sean decided getting slash giving the blues, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mine was honking on Bobo. Yeah. Honking on Bobo one, which, okay. fair. Uh, and then what was the other one we had? Oh, uh, we also, we had Brandy Posey on and there was some full house related news. So we asked, what is Dave Coulier doing right now? Mm-hmm. He's getting the blues. And the options were a silent lunch with his son, uh, <laughs> uh, solo sex at the movies while listening to an Alanis Morissette song oh, or, no. or screaming, cut it out at himself in a mirror. Cut it uh, out. Yeah, cut it out. Yeah. Won That's the poll. Yeah. All right, so. That's so funny. <laughs> cut it out! <laughs> <laughs> so t- He's crying. Yeah. <laughs> so today's question, because we're doing the Northwest Division, I decided, and he's your favorite guy, what is Danilo Gallinari doing right now? 
I I you, think he's oh, ki- you want to go first? I think he's kicking up. I think he's waiting for 18 to drop. I think he's just kicking up waiting for 2K18 to drop. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, he's eating drops tonight, midnight. I think he's eating some type of gelato, mm-hmm. and I think he's got no socks on, <laughs> and I think he's just got a, a, a bunch of friends together, and they're talking shit about what's going to happen when 18 drops. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's good. Sean, what do you think Daniel's doing right now? Um, you know, I think he is, uh, he is getting into a contentious argument at a waxing appointment, and, <laughs> and he's punching an esthetician. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But like that weird like Italian punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, not well, he like... broke his hand in Eurobasket this year because he punched a guy. Oh man, bless his heart. Yeah, so good. Yeah, but so like, now the Clippers well... only sign guys who break their hands for punching people. That's a good move though. Yeah, but like a full yeah. There's like a full body spin involved in it. You know. Yeah, like like... like like a hot room and a cold room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you said he was at an esthetician because that was also my thought. Except I Some think he's at a salon appointment, and for the third time, he is having the lady cut his hair because it's not right. Oh, oh, I bet you he's the kind of guy who brings in pictures. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for like, sure. to the salon. Yeah. And it's always it's a Ricky picture. Rubio? Of, I was going to say James <laughs> Dean. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you think I look like him? <laughs> yeah. I'm a rebel without a car. <laughs> All right, David. So those are your options. We'll post the poll later on Twitter. I already I forgot to post yesterday's, so we'll have two polls up again. All right, David. Anything you want to plug? Uh all fantasy everything. If you would listen to that. Other than that, you know, I'm out here just hanging out. <laughs> you see David live. He's really good oh, at yeah, stand up comedy. Yeah. Uh, Can people say what's the best place for people to see your dates? Uh, I am working on okay. getting DavidBoreyup.com <laughs> off the ground. It's been a pipe dream for years, but I think it's coming through. Yeah. So, you know, maybe in the – I don't want to put a number on it next three, four months. <laughs> sure. Not not dissimilar to SeanKeenComedy.com mm. okay, in that respect. Yeah, yeah I also yeah. don't have a website. All right, um, Sean, what would you like to plug? SeanKeenComedy.com uh, in a couple of months. <laughs> Uh, and check out, I've got, this, I'll be writing about football on Yard Barker. Also, check out the at Dennis Miller NFL Twitter account for mm-hmm. your, for Dennis Miller's 2017 commentary on NFL games. Are you ghostwriting Dennis Miller? For no, Dennis? I mean, that's Dennis Miller does that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not me and Dave and some other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, also follow... David on Twitter. You oh, didn't say at that. The, at the at G, G is silent. Yep. The Real good. As, at the Gizzlelint. Yeah. The um, And as always, uh, for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, mm-hmm. where uh, on 4-27-15, I tweeted, I always get car sick when I sit in the backseat of Lincoln Town Cars. Uh, <laughs> trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. Dame Dollar. Yeah. The wait is over. Look. 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 My first encounter with adversity was somewhat an emergency. I- 
fell off the path in my mental, it needed surgery. The more I stumbled off, the more my actions started irking me. I got it together, and the top looked like my turf to be. They think money rules, I'm rich and I'm done with school. My problems still exist, so don't listen to none of fools. For currency, they running their lives in the paid in full. I took a task and made it cash in my path and became cool. My life came full circle at the park was throwing left hooks. Now I'm in the I love to JaVale McGee, man. I'm I JaVale love JaVale McGee is a goddamn bum. <laughs> I love JaVale McGee is a bum. <laughs> I, you know what I love though? I love a too thin seven footer who runs and jumps who runs and jumps. Those are like I get it. Because I love crazy blocks. Have you <laughs> but have you ever like his personality like have you ever been on JaVale McGee's Twitter? Oh yeah. There's definitely highlight reels that he posted oh, himself. Yes. I was on there one time because sometimes I just go there. I was on there one time and he was just like, "If you don't, if y'all don't quit saying I look like Jadena," and I was like, "Nobody says that to you, Javale McGee. Nobody. What are two random people to have in your head? Like, you know who Jadena looks like? Javale McGee. Like, what are you talking about? What?" I, I don't know, man. I, w- I, w- I wish I could get behind JaVale McGee. I just think he's a bum in his heart. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.